This is Top to Bottom with Mikey and Owen. What is up? Top to Bottom 4. It's your boy O, and I am here with Mikey Douglicious Colson. Hmm. Brought that one back. <laughs> I mean, it's never it's never gone away. It will never go away. But yeah, it is the Douglicious MC here with the goose is loose with the loose goose yeah. all right mike so the super bowl is finished congratulations your kansas city chiefs were able to hoist the lombardi you know i didn't get my dolphins chiefs you're not um super bowl but that uh, was a fun one man the, uh... it was it was so much fun like I had more fun watching that than watching, and maybe that just means I'm a bad fan, but I had more fun watching that than watching the Rams win because it was just like back and forth, high scoring. There were some big plays. There's even like defensive plays too that were exciting. So yeah. it was it was a great Super Bowl. Have you heard the conspiracy theory behind the Super Bowl? It's uh, it's called Sodgate. Sodgate. <laughs> I was just informed by Cam. Because uh, his friend told him about it. Shout out to Nathan at GCU. So you saw the sod father, right? He's He's been the guy who's – he's 94. This was his last Super Bowl. And he has done the turf for every – I think every Super Bowl ever. Yeah, if I mean, correct. that's believable. Cause, yeah. yeah, 94 if there's been 57 Super Bowls. Yeah. And you know how the turf was super slippery and stuff. Apparently, there's these statistics out there that the Eagles slipped like three times the amount that the Chiefs slipped on the turf. And the Eagles, even all the Eagles players, they changed their cleats mid-game, but the Chiefs did not. Now, Ooh. the sod father, uh, it's a, it was his last year. That was known. And he used to do field keeping for the Chiefs. And so people are wondering if he said, screw it. It's my last year. My team's in the bowl. Let's water up. And he said, he said afterwards too, he said the sod father himself said, these turfs are watered up. Oh, so a little bit of side gate, just, just for you to just linger in the back of your mind. uh, He went over to Andy Reid's office (laughs) pregame, slapped two cheeseburgers on the counter and said, Hey, Tell your boys to wear some metal cleats today. We're <laughs> going to dig in. Oh, that's that's good. I know it's funny, but you um, knew I'd like that one. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. Well, I looked it up and I like saw a TikTok on it. And I was like, this is too funny not oh, to mention freaking Sodgate. You've heard of Watergate. You've heard of uh, Deflate Gate. Get ready for Sodgate. <laughs> but um. It was fun. Uh, any big takeaways from the Super Bowl? What, what outside of the sod led to a Chiefs victory or an Eagles loss? Um, I know we talked about this earlier. Jalen Hurts played amazing. Probably one of the better games um, by a quarterback who lost in the Super Bowl. I mean, the only noticeable mistake made was that huge fumble. And it was almost just um, bad timing and coincidental that he like kicked the ball right after it got on that one fumble that he had. Yeah. Which led to a defensive touchdown. It reminded me a lot of the, uh, I know we don't know much about college football on this show. Yeah. We're not uh, big college football guys. 
Um, but it reminded me of the Jameson Winston, like when he fell backwards and the ball just flew out of his hand. And I think it was the Rose Bowl. I don't uh, even remember that. FSU versus uh, Oregon. Hmm. Mariota versus Winston. And yeah. Winston fumbled the ball with nobody touching touching him. He dropped back, <laughs> flailed, and the ball just fell out of his hand. I'm like, Swinks. Did they lose the game? I think they did. I think Mariota won it. Yeah. Oof. Did that? Oh, actually, I don't know, man. I, I'm not That's... into college football, so I don't hey, know. You're not into college football. I didn't realize they played each other in the bowl game because uh, they ended up being the first and second overall pick that year. Mm-hmm. But hey, didn't work out <laughs> for either. They're both looking for. Well, actually, Jameis is under contract for the Saints. Yeah. But we will get into the offseason talk soon. Mike, um, I want to hear about the winners of the Super Bowl. Um, was it just Patrick Mahomes' greatness that, that led them to a victory? Was it um, their backfield being rejuvenated by the rookie? Uh, did the defense step up? What do you think? I think it was a mix of uh, great ability to realize that you don't have to go to your main guys all the time. Andy Reid has these plays drawn up for specific times that we're going to bring in the guy that only gets 10 reps a game, but he's scoring the touchdown in the Super Bowl. I mean, Pacheco, Mariota, both had those, and Tony, all three guys who weren't really blow-up dudes throughout the season, Yeah, you know, and you make a quick design play of, hey, realize the defense is baiting in every time we – come for the motion when he's baiting just go right back out they two, did the same two plays play. that were the exact same i know what you're talking about between the the tony play and who was sky it? Moore. it was sky Moore. you're right and like you said a lot of people thought i don't want to say they i think the chiefs kind of over it and i guess it's just like chip on their shoulder mentality they wanted something to fuel them but i i never heard it was a rebuilding year for kansas city obviously you didn't have your arguably your best playmaker, depending on how you feel about Travis Kelsey, you, you that you traded him away and stuff. And I thought they were a top 10 team. I knew they were going to be a top 10 team as long as obviously Mahomes didn't get hurt or they had a huge injury. But it is surprising after the Tyree Kill trade went down in the offseason that they ended up getting the job done. And I feel like it proves the theory of you don't have to necessarily – have this huge super team to win the NFL, especially because you don't have series because injuries happen because there's weather in a lot of these games. You just have to be one of the top teams and maybe they're not the best team this year. Maybe the Rams weren't the best team last year. Maybe the chiefs weren't the best team this year, but you just got to be in the mix and you're going to win some Lombardi's if you're one of those top 10 teams. Like it's, it's not always going to be like the team that blew through the regular season, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, teams like the Bills, man, who have a lot of momentum, um, a lot of playmakers, a lot on their side story-wise, and um, just get in a situation where they can't capitalize on victory. And you got to have winners on your team. You know who's a winner? Patrick Mahomes. He is. He's different. Absolutely different. I didn't know going into the game who I wanted to win, but it's just like Mahomes fighting for his life, had the bad ankle, 
you saw a play where he just got destroyed and he was leaning on, I don't know if it was his coach or his trainer on the sidelines. And that, that's whenever they were down multiple scores and they were leaving for halftime. And you were like, oh man, like this is, this can be a blowout in the second half. Mm -hmm. But he comes back and plays lights out. You, you gotta love Mahomes. He is so much fun. He's like Tom Brady, but like with a personality and, and he's got something, something different to him. So he's, it's fun watching Mahomes, and, and I hope he gets this third Super Bowl ring in the next few years, and we can truly call it a Chiefs dynasty with him. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. It. I think they'll get it. They're. I don't. I don't know if they're a back-to-back -back team. Um, you know, it's just it's hard to do. Uh, yeah, they got. A, they do have a lot of picks this year. They got the second most picks in the draft. I think with like twelve or Gosh. twelve or thirteen picks. That is nuts. And if you think they need another playmaker, they can go get one. If they, I think what the they're going to end up doing somebody. is is going to trade away a couple two second round or third rounds and try and get a higher. Try to vault up to go get pick. your number one guy because yeah. you know Travis Kelsey he's, he's not getting any younger and I mean he's still a beast but I mean if he he's in his mid-30s you can only expect him to be a guy for another year or two yeah if I'm if I'm uh, Patrick Mahomes I'm going to him saying hey either give me a playmaker or give me the best offensive lineman they got yeah and I mean they they did like a year or two ago they had a horrible offensive line against the Bucs and that's why they lost the Super Bowl and that's what happens whenever you're able to fix, make one of your weaknesses your strengths. You can be one of the best teams in the league because they built that line. They paid Joe Tooney. They drafted Creed Humphrey. I think another guy they might have drafted. And they – Orlando Brown. Traded they traded for, for Orlando Brown. And they have built up the O-line. Um, the weakness this this season was, was kind of the playmakers. And Andy Reid was able to scheme past that. And, I mean – Patrick Mahomes, uh, he deserves all the praise that he gets, but Andy Reid, what yeah. a beast. Yeah. But, well, we got a lot of uh, questions uh, from our fans, our listeners, whatever you want to call them. Uh, yeah. So we'll dive into those and uh, give you guys some answers. Yeah. Q&A with Mike and L. So we got um, questions from the listeners. Thank you so much for shooting us some cues. And, and we're going to give you back some A's. And, and they're going to be some good ones. Uh, some mainly football, but also some non-football questions. So let's dive into it. Um, first question. You can only eat at three restaurants for the rest of your life. You can choose from the full menu and it is free. Which ones are you choosing? That's the only food you can eat only from those restaurants. Um, I already got like a strategy formulating in my head. Do you, do you want to go first or do you want, want me to take it? Oh, I got to think. You got it. You go. All right. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, you got your guilty pleasure restaurant. For me, that's going to be Taco Bell just to kind of hit that dirty craving um, they always keep it fresh, you know, they always throw some different things in there, keep it interesting. And so I like Taco Bell. Um, you're going to want somewhere that's, uh, pretty healthy that you can eat pretty clean at. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to CBW. What, what's that? Stand Crazy for? bowls and wraps. Crazy bowls and wraps. I feel like that that's going to be like my go-to, like 
I'm eating there for uh, for lunch. I mean, really, I could do it three meals a day for most of the time, and then just kind of throw Taco Bell in the mix. And then I'm gonna go somewhere that's a little fancier, and I can also kind of anchor my sweet tooth. I'm gonna go to the Cheesecake Factory. Ooh. Can get. I'm sure they got ice cream there, right? They got ice cream. Oh yeah, that, that's Spumoni. Oh, or no, that's the spaghetti factory. <laughs> Sorry. Well, but well, cheesecake factory. Yeah, they, they gotta have some ice cream. They at least cheesecake. have Yeah, they at least have cheesecake and chocolate at, yeah. at some way somehow. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Taco Bell, uh, Crazy Bowls and Wraps, Cheesecake Factory. Mike, I'm gonna go Jack in the Box. That's my guilty pleasure. Grease Smart. bomb. <laughs> Grease uh, bomb. And then um, just because I like I like fried chicken, I like steak, I like the home-cooked meals, um, and I also just love appetizers and stuff. We're going to go with uh, Texas Roadhouse. That's a smart one. That is a very smart you one. You get the like. Bloomin' Onion or the whatever they call it there. You know, you could get. I think that's what it is, Bloomin' Yeah. Onion, blooming cactus. You get know. potato wedges. You can yeah. get wings. Rolls, of course. Rolls. You can get as much peanuts. Country as fried chicken. Country peanuts. fried chicken. Country fried steak. You get a ribeye, baked potato. Um, Might have to go there at night, Mike. And then for my last one, I'm going to do... Man, I, I didn't want to do two fast food restaurants, but I love Steak and Shake, man. <laughs> I love Steak and Shake, and I got to say Steak and Shake uh, just because uh, I'm a big ice cream fan, and two, I could, I could devour. I know. I, I can, if I, depending if you get like a triple, I could hammer a triple, or you just get a couple singles and hand me a little job. Hey, get your protein in, man. Get your freaking protein in. Did you know that there is not a steak and shake like all around the country? I just like always assume that, but like when I went to Phoenix, they have an In and Out, which is delicious, but they don't have a steak and shake there. Apparently, it's I don't know if it's just a Midwest thing or it's a Midwest yeah. and a Southern thing, but o- over in Phoenix, they do not have a steak and shake. So interesting. Don't take it for granted, Mikey. How will not? All right, next question. Best football game you've ever watched? I got mine. Do you know yours? Yeah, I got mine. Um, we might have the same one. I got, I got, no, nah, probably not. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, young kid, probably when I like really fell in love with watching football was the oh, Giants versus Patriots uh, Super Bowl game, helmet catch. Um, it was same night I made my Facebook. <laughs> That was a monumental night. It was. Night. It was monumental night because my first post was like, uh, cause it always just said like, "What's on your mind?" Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "I'm like I'm bored or something." <laughs> and then at the, my very next post, second post ever, is like the Giants won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh? Did you play Farmville that night? Yeah, and uh, what was it? Was it Farkle? Is that like the Yahtzee type game that they I don't even know. There? I don't even remember. You might yeah. be right. Yeah, I definitely played Farmville. <laughs> that was early Facebook. What a classic! Day. Yeah, so good. I remember Farmville. Um, yeah. What What's yours? Best football game I've ever watched. It's so. 
I would say this is the best one I've ever watched, but to be fair, I did not watch I did not watch it top to bottom. I watched a little bit because I was grabbing food with some guys. And then I came back and it was just getting ridiculous, like out of hand. And I was like, I gotta watch the rest of this. And so even though I only watch bits and pieces, it's probably my favorite game. It's when the Rams play the Chiefs back in 2018. Yeah, I think it was in 2018. Ridiculously high-scoring game, defensive touchdowns, a lot of offensive touchdowns. Yeah. Um, it, it was wild. Um, I want to say it was like 50-something. It was probably like 50 52 to 56 or something like that yeah i think it's just yeah 54 52 or something but i mean high scores high scoring game i have ever witnessed in my life it was fun it was exciting obviously it's my favorite team too and the, the rams ended up winning it out and so it was a it was a quality game so if, if you're just looking for just a random nfl game to entertain yourself this offseason look up the rams versus the chiefs in 2018 you won't be disappointed yeah, it was a great game. When you said uh thought we would have the same, that's what I was thinking too, but no. Uh, did, did the loss ruin it for you? Yeah, yeah, it did. But that loss pretty much, like, I think solidified we had to go with Mahomes because I think that was Smith's last year was 18. And then he went to uh, Washington. And had the same injury as, um, what was that dude on Washington that Lawrence Taylor broke his leg? Oh, um, Thurman? Is it? I don't remember. I know you're talking about Thurman. Oh, Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann, yeah. yeah. Broke his leg in the same way. On, on the same, same day. day. Yeah. By a uh, uh, defensive end. Dude, freaky, freaky stuff. Next question. Why is there not a women's professional league? Uh, this person did not do the research. I literally just pulled one up. It's called Women's Football Alliance. Women's Tackle Football. Um, they also got that other football league with women in it. Where they only wear this case. <laughs> I never watched it, but I heard about it. Word on the street. So, uh, but there's your there's your answer. Just, just Google Women's Professional Football League and your question could be answered. The next question is just one word. It says XFL question mark. Our answer is uh, XFL exclamation point. <laughs> Correct, Mike? Yeah, and then in the background, you just hear a <laughs> Yeah. Of course, uh, St. Louis natives, we got to rep the town. Uh, we love the league. I watched... Um, a handful of the first week of games, and then I watched the highlights for the rest of them. Outside of one blowout, the rest of them were super close. It's fun having these new and different rules that allow for more points to get up on the board with the one point, like offensive point after uh, touchdown attempt. And you can go for two, you can go for three. You only have to have one foot inbounds for the catch to, for the catch to count. And so... A lot of those things are really fun. And, of course, our Battlehawks, too. So, as we're recording right now, two weeks of XFL happened, and they've had two back-to-back comeback wins. And so, feels good to be a Battlehawks fan, Mike. It does. It does. feels great to be a Battlehawks season ticket holder <laughs> again. 
I was with the original, well, not the original, the second run of the Battle Hawk, or the, or the first run of the Battle Hawk, second run of the XFL. Um, they floundered, but uh, XFL is back, baby, and uh, we have got a, a fun team to watch. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I hope that it works out. See, they already got like a lot of partnerships, which is good. They have one with the NFL, which is like they're testing out new rules, and maybe that's why there is different rules, is because they're in some type of they have some type of relationship with the league, and that's exciting because if they can get to the point where they're also financially assisting or helping with I don't know whatever business needs, you think that this could be a legitimate league and they can run like a minor league then. Yeah, and yeah, you, you can have a affiliates that you call up guys, or you can send them down with them still being in your organization. You know exactly, I mean? maybe practice squad guys or something, or maybe like a second tier of practice squad guys are in the XFL. Right. Exactly. It's very interesting, and I mean, it would be a great thing for St. Louis or one of these cities that doesn't have an NFL team. It would be really cool to just be a part of the NFL in some sense. But we're all about the XFL. We love it. Um, and we're going to be watching every week of it. Go Battlehawks. Yeah, XFL exclamation point. Good call. Is Derrick Henry being wasted on the Titans? What do the Titans need to do this offseason? You know, interesting question, especially since the recent Taylor Lewan release. Um, I thought that he was one of the better um, line or left tackles in the league. So I don't know. It's uh, interesting to see him go. Yeah. Um. Apparently, in the past three seasons, he hasn't played more than six games in a season, which I thought was. I didn't realize that. Due to I just injury. Due to injuries, yeah. And so he's been banged up apparently he's considering retirement so who knows if he's even playing still but you think if he was like gonna retire retire he would have just announced his retirement instead of letting the titans cut him right so maybe he's gonna try to play still i don't know but they released him they released robert woods he didn't amount to much this past season after recovering from an acl injury Uh, a shame too because he did really good for the the i know uh, not Cooks. Woods is a beast. Uh, I kind of hope he comes back to the Rams on a team-friendly deal. That'd be fun. But the Titans, I, the only thing that I would say is going for them as far as trying to chase a title this year is that they are in the worst division in the NFL right now in the AFC South. You have the Jaguars, who actually did pretty good, but they're not dominant at all they're still figuring things out you have the colts and the texans who are uh the the first and are the second and the fourth overall pick which kind of tells how their season went and so do you keep derrick henry out there and do you just see if he's enough to get you to the playoffs and then potentially you can try to build around him i don't know that's hard because do I think he's being wasted on the Titans? Yes, but it, does it make business sense to move Henry right now for you'd probably only get like a first round pick? I, I don't know if it's worth it. I, I think you might as well just keep him there. But I, I do think at the same time that this team should maybe re not rebuild but reload, have Henry 
maybe try to draft a guy or put in a new veteran. I think Tannehill is a great player, but he's at the end of his career. Uh, maybe not Malik Willis. You saw a little bit of him, and it didn't seem like he was doing a whole lot. But I know he was a guy that, coming out of the draft, that people knew he was more of a project. It was going to take more time for him to develop. I would take another swing in free agency or the draft, see if you can get a younger guy, try to build him up, use Derrick Henry as the core part of the offense, and also grab some pass catchers because they have zero pass catchers. They got a tight end in Conquo. Got a wild last name. I don't know his first name, but apparently he's a good player. Hmm. But they got to get some talent. I could see them rebuilding, but I, I think at the same time in this league, it's kind of hard to rebuild. I would almost just try to reload, try to get those um, team-friendly contracts and take a lot of swings in the draft. Uh, any more big Titans takes, Mike? No, not really. I mean, it's... It'll be interesting to see what happens here, Derek. I uh, I bet he stays, but, I mean, it would be cool to see Henry go to a true contender, go to a Bills, go to a Chiefs. That would be wild. Like, you would think that team could, could really ball out. But I have a feeling he's probably going to stay a Titan for the next couple of years. All right, so I guess this is not a question, and it's more of a statement, but we're going to follow the statement. Choose a couple current NFL players and decide what sport they would play if they pulled a Bo Jackson and played multiple professional sports. Mike, who's the first person to come to your mind? I'm going to say Tyree Kill and uh, it's like, just like throw him in the Olympics. That'd be, that'd be fun to watch him kind of see yeah. if he could cook some guys. Throw him in like the decathlon. Yeah. He'd probably do pretty good. He would. Um, honestly, I just see like Tom Brady or, or Aaron Rodgers as golfer you know they're both they're both guys known for for having a good golf game so have you have you ever watched one of those like matches like they did the mm -hmm. on tnt i love those i love those so much wasn't there one it was, was it rogers and brady versus mahomes and allen i think there was one like that that one i watched that one that one was hilarious too because they had no pro golfers with them because usually they paired them with yeah with pro the, golfers one time it was tiger and mickelson that they paired with uh peyton manning and tom brady uh it i like those that'd be fun uh, yeah. I, I could definitely see rogers or brady get into golf for sure did you know that brady was drafted by the expos yeah montreal expos. montreal expos as a catcher i bet he would have been a goaded catcher he would probably. All right, one more. Um, who would go baseball? Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. He pitcher. was a baseball player. Yeah, pitcher. I'm pretty sure he would. He would definitely go baseball. Who would be Mike? Who's your? Whenever you hear the name pickleball, who, who could you imagine in a pickleball setting? I wanna. I don't know. Josh Allen kind of seems like he's already a pickleball player. <laughs> California, California boy. Probably plays the pickleball. I don't know. I could see Josh Allen. He's got a good wingspan. Uh, he's got a good arm. He, he could really slam it on some people. Josh And I could also see Josh Allen of the Jags. Too, Maybe they player. could be a team together, Mike. And the they Allens. could just, they could be team Josh Allen. I think that would be pretty interesting. So, uh, could be a stellar pickleball team. It would be. It really would be. They they destroy me and you if we were in a theoretical pickleball match with uh, the two Josh Allen's of the league. Yeah. 
why does Alvin Kamara suck now? And why does the league draft him every year still? Hmm. I will say that this question is from our buddy Luke, who uh, is in our fantasy league. And, and he won. And he won. So I don't know why he, I just realized that. I don't know why he's complaining. I would just say um, the Saints sucked this since Drew Brees has left. And so un- unless they fix their offensive scheme to make it favor Alvin Kamara or Alvin Kamara leaves the Saints, he's probably going to suck. <laughs> so I would suggest change your draft strategy, Luke. Or not. I don't yeah. know. You won. You won. So I don't know if you really should, but I think you just picked him because uh, you were you like the name and he's done good for you before. But to answer the first question, uh, I think performance was down due to the fact that they lost Teron Armstead in free agency. Uh, he's kind of looked at as one of the better left tackles in the league. And also you have less of a threat in the backfield at quarterback as you went from Drew Brees to uh, – combination of quarterbacks this past season so i don't know i mean if they get a a good quarterback like if they got Derek carr i would be all for kamara he'd probably be great but as of right now i i would stay away from uh alvin kamara but that's why we, we think he sucks will jonathan gannon have a winning record this year so he is the eagles defensive coordinator that, that helped them go to the Super Bowl this year. And he is now the head coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Oh. So that was an interesting fire slash hire. I thought Cliff Kingsbury was all right. But I guess uh, not. I don't know. It seemed like a lot of things were going wrong in, uh, in the Cardinals facility. So... Uh-huh. I don't know. It seemed a little from at least reports and stuff seemed a little chaotic. You saw Kyler Murray yelling at him on, uh, on the sidelines during games. So it mm. seemed a little chaotic. I get the fire. Don't necessarily understand the hire. I think it was like a, they went from offensive guru and flipped the script and they wanted, you know, it's like if you break up with somebody and then you look for somebody the complete opposite of that person. That's what they did. They went, they went and they got the defensive coordinator now. And I just, I don't know. It depends how Kyler plays. They don't have a lot of talent, I don't feel like, on the Cardinals right now. Maybe they can do have a good uh, offseason. But if I had to, to throw out an amount of wins that they'll have this year, they just seem like a 5-6 win team. So I do not think they would have a winning record, this team. Mike? I, I agree. I was going to say 7 Eight, maybe. Eight's probably good for them. Um, six or seven's par for the course. I don't know. It's going to be it'll be interesting to see what they do. I get, I like these questions. They're, they're very thought-provoking. Very thought-provoking. Just like this next one. Will Lamar Jackson leave the Ravens, or will he get a big baller franchise tag contract? Um... Does this person know what a franchise tag is? <laughs> uh, he might. I don't know. Or she. <laughs> um, so franchise tag is whenever you just give them like this one year thing, but big baller contract would be a multi year, fully guaranteed, blah blah blah. I do not think he will get the franchise tag. I'll just say that because. 
Lamar has been playing the the sitting out. Like he didn't show up to a lot of. He, given he was injured, but he didn't even come to support his his teammates. Yeah, they know um, he. Uh, he's business right now. Yeah, they know he's business, and I think they also know that if they do send him or try to give him the franchise tag, that he's just gonna sit, and he has every right to do so. So I mean, there's nothing. If they want to pay him money, so to sit the bench, that's gonna be the Ravens' loss. So uh, I would say, unless he gets a big baller contract, he will leave. My guess is that Lamar Jackson leaves because I think they would have paid him by now. They had the opportunity to pay him like three years ago. I think after like your third year in the league, you're eligible, at least for a first round pick, you're eligible to get an extension, and they never did it. And then they let Deshaun Watson get handed a fully guaranteed contract, and I think that completely changed the game. Every quarterback that is considered a quote-unquote elite or top-end quarterback, they're going to want a fully guaranteed contract now, so they can't sign something and they get injured or something and they lose the money. They want to – I mean, who wouldn't want to have a guaranteed contract? You know, It's like if you're Mm -hmm. looking for a job, it's like, oh, we'll pay you – a hundred thousand, but if something happens or you get fired, uh, we're only going to pay you forty thousand of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you want a fully guaranteed contract. Exactly. So, landing spot wise, I just keep on picturing him, and maybe this is because of Mike Vick, and obviously he was a, an amazing electric rushing quarterback. I keep on picturing the Falcons. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it is weird that. You see them in the same position because they're they have very similar play types. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I think uh, the Falcons would be a good fit for them. Good play caller, Kyle Pitts, uh, Drake London. They got a plenty of cap space, so they would make them the highest paid quarterback and give them all a whole guaranteed contract. Yeah, that's what I mean. They got the money to do it. They have picks if they want to go the trade route. Um, yeah. Great question. If you could pick any rookie to get drafted by your home team, who are you drafting? Now, technically, we don't have a home team, but we'll say we'll say your your favorite team. Um, if I could pick anyone, me as a Rams fan, I, I would. Pr- it, I guess the question is, would I try to get probably the defensive stud to win now, which would be like a Will Anderson, or do I want to build for the future, draft a quarterback of the future? Let's say theoretically the Rams ended up with the first overall pick. I think I'm going I'm going Bryce Young. He seems like the consensus top quarterback. Trade away Stafford, get picks for him if you can. Um, but I think that window's still open, so you can keep Cup there. Uh, if Aaron Donald doesn't retire, he can still be there. You can coach up the best quarterback prospect in the league under Sean McVay, and this offense can be fun to watch. So that is my uh, guess. Mikey, who would you draft at number one overall for the Kansas City Chiefs? Um, I'm going to say like another uh, defensive line stud or uh... – um, a cornerback. I think that we're we're pretty set in at least the regard of, of offense. We can we can go pull out some guys if we want to um, from free agency, but 
don't know. I think uh, I think getting another defensive guy in there would be great and just add to the defense that has a lot of big names on it. Um, you want to get Bijan Robinson, Bijan. an ax, absolute electric player in the back. I know you got Pacheco, but I don't know if he could compare to Bijan. Yeah, that'd be cool. Bijan Robinson. Bijan, that's a name. I'm gonna name my kid that. Bijan Kizil. Bijan. Bijan Prisse. That's a dog. <laughs> will should will slash should. The rugby QB sneak be banned by the NFL due to injury, due to unfairness, etc. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think you can only control the game so much. I think that's. I agree. You, if, I, if you're gonna like, Joe Burrow said once on, I think it was Pat McAfee's uh, podcast, or it might just on on ESPN that he was talking about he's like you know we we know what we're doing when we play football like you you can get injured we're running full speed a guy's running full speed trying to tackle us you know that's just the name of the game so if you want to run that play if you want to put your players in that situation then that's your choice your decision as a as a coach as a player if you want to run that play um personally do i think it's dangerous if the defense is following the rules, no, because you're not going head to head. Is it right that uh, whoever has the ball can lead with their head? I don't think so. But um, like I said, you can only control the game so much. Yeah, I agree. And I, I heard somebody talk about this. And if, if this play was so OP, why aren't other teams outside of the Eagles doing it? You know what I mean? Maybe it's just that Jalen Hurts is the best power run quarterback in the NFL with the best offensive line, and so that's why they can do it. They have the talent to do the rugby push. Uh, I get injury concerns, but I mean, I don't think anyone's been injured from it yet. Yeah. And, and I don't think that, I don't think people take into consideration how good of a center Jason Kelsey is, the ability to snap the ball and pop up and push that defensive line. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot of that play is Jason Kelsey. I mean, people do not give him enough credit as a as a center. He is legitimate. In my eye, he's the, he's the best center to ever play the game. He, he does not get any praise. That is not how people look at centers. Hey, trust me. I was a Metro East Lutheran JV center. I did not get the praise, even though I, I had those beautiful snaps. They only call you out whenever you mess up a snap. Yeah. I remember I, your spiral snap. I remember watching it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Should the Bears move to Arlington Heights or stay in downtown Chicago? Uh, I think they should move to Arlington Heights personally, because then maybe it would be closer to us. <laughs> yeah. Selfishly. It's uh, <clears throat> I think I think you can look at it from both ways. Um, Arlington Heights they do have the ability to bring in people outside of Chicago that aren't you know so. Um, uh, I don't even, I don't know the, the verbiage. I guess don't want to go into the city because it's literally they're just right, the outer right town the, folk. Right, it's right on the water, and you. You have no choice to go 
through the town up Lake Shore Drive and you know right right up to Soldier Field. But I think it's a part of the part of the experience. That's that's what makes it Chicago. It's that's what makes it Soldier Field. Yeah, the um, the tradition of, of sports there. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Kind of a tough one business wise. I see why they're looking at Arlington Heights because they are one of the only if I think they might be the only team that does not own their stadium. The city owns Soldier Field. And so whenever they need any type of update or renovation, I think it goes through the city. And so this is kind of in their hands. Then they can do what they want with the stadium. They can build it how they want. Mm. So I get it. I, I could see why the bears would want to move out of Chicago. It is a shame that they couldn't do it in, in the city and stuff. And if I'm just a general fan of the NFL, it would be cooler to see the stadium in, in the middle of the city, but I guess they'll just have to get an XFL team at Soldier Field. Am I right, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last and most important question of the episode, does pineapple belong on pizza? Mike, I'll let you go first. I'm going to say this loud enough so Giselle can hear it. No, pineapple does not belong on pizza. Uh-oh. Oh, no. She's coming over here. Yes, does. Giselle, can you state your case why pineapple yeah. belongs on pizza? Why is, why is pineapple belong on pizza? It just makes it so much better, especially if you add the jalapenos and pepperoni. So good. That actually sounds fire. We oh. usually, yeah, we usually split a pizza, and I'll get pepperoni, and I'm sure <laughs> she steals some of the pepperoni off my side, and she gets hey, sweet and savory, uh, Mike. She gets jalapeno and uh, pineapple on her. Hey, I'm a, I'm a pineapple truther as well. Like, I'm not like a diehard uh, pineapple on pizza guy, but I like it every once in a while just to mix things up. I like something a little, a little sweet on there. I understand both sides of the case, but I am willing to eat pineapple on pizza. What a great question to end on, Mike. It is. What a great season we had. It was an exciting season. It was interesting. Um, teams were in it until the very end. You know, I felt like it wasn't like another Patriots dynasty year or somebody blowing them out of the water. It was an interesting season and it was a good time getting to just cover it all with you once a month. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, Say we do the same thing next season, eh? Hey, might have to, man. Yeah. A lot of fun. Can't wait. uh, See what the future holds, um, especially when it comes to the NFL football in general. Love the sport, love the camaraderie that it uh, brings us all together. Yeah, just, you know, it's something to talk about. And we live in a world where there's a lot of division, but it's just nice that, you know, whether it's coworkers, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's absolute strangers that we're talking to at the gas station, you can just talk about football. You know, we can come together and we can say, why did the sod father ruin the grass for the Super Bowl? Is it because he likes the Chiefs and he was on his way out? So that's just the beauty of, of football. It's something that we can talk about, that we can be passionate about, that you can butt heads with or you can agree with. But in the end, it's just something that all of us humans can relate to. Yep, yep. So yeah. thank you so much yeah. for everyone who listened to us. Uh, 
uh, heading into our first season as football podcasters. We hope that you uh, stay tuned for next year. Um, just stay linked up to our socials. Um, if you really wanted to drop a question and you couldn't, you can follow the Instagram. That, that's where all the cues are coming from. And maybe we'll give you an A next season. Or we'll just DM you and tell you what, what what's up. Yeah, how we feel. Maybe we'll get a little summer episode. Maybe a mid a a little draft, off season draft episode post draft. Yeah, who knows? Off season recap. We just like to have fun here off the cuff and shoot from the hip, as they say. Shoot from the hip, of course. Three sixty no scope, as as Modern Warfare two players would say. Corner three. <laughs> Corner three. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and we will see you soon.